I don't know. <laughs> I tasked you with doing it, so just say something <laughs> and we'll start. No, that's the beginning. Uh, so La Hacienda, a <laughs> couple weeks back. Uh huh. Little fun episode. Yeah, good one. Another appearance by. I mean, it's good the, if you uh, like bad episodes. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's great if you like stuff that's bad <laughs> and no good at all. Uh, no, yeah, Barista fine. Barry yeah, good. appearance on there. Uh huh. Everybody loves Barista Barry. People really do. response. Yeah. He gets way more compliments than any of our characters do. <laughs> oh, my God. Deservedly I, so. <laughs> it sounds like we're, uh, you know, like groveling and uh, pitying ourselves here. But uh, truly, he does. <laughs> yeah, and, no, uh, he absolutely truly does. Truly, I am. <laughs> People uh, make... Uh, make like inside barista berry jokes in a way in ways that I wish they would make you know um, who's that dolphin man that I do <laughs> see that's why I don't even care about it yeah yeah <laughs> he, he's, he's not a, a as much of a force as uh, the great barista berry mm-hmm. played by the lovely Richie yeah Richie relax what a good guy <laughs> definitely hearing this big whiskeys good app good app yeah actually people really like that one um, the bit from that one was kind of long in the making. We sort of pushed it back a uh, ways because <laughs> I just couldn't make the song or I didn't make the song just being lazy. But, uh, yeah, w- whenever you say long in the making, it implies that there was a long time's <laughs> worth of work put into it. <laughs> there was so little <laughs> that the song took maybe 40 minutes, which is so, yeah. so little time by the standards that i usually do like even the acoustic tacos bill songs i usually put more work in than that i don't know i thought it was pretty funny it was fine whatever i don't know i mean i i i'd say i easily put that much time into the uh character of max von <laughs> side chick with, the, so. with an accent you invented in the moment <laughs> yeah boy that 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 fluctuated a little bit and uh uh i i, I hope i hope the listeners were able to gather that he was a swedish gentleman <laughs> I mean, we I told know. we told them we told them not show uh, <laughs> yes, uh, in yeah. that case yeah we do a lot of that <laughs> oh man i am so tired dan <laughs> i'm so tired <laughs> i think i'm as tired as a person can be who did not leave their home today well i guess Why i did that? leave to go get lunch it's 8 20 as we're uh recording right now and late i one. got up at huh it's a late one yeah it is a late one and I got up at 7 a.m. No, I got up about 6.45 a.m. this morning and immediately started working on music stuff and then opened up the video conference you know, so I could do my real job. And I probably spent two hours talking to kids today. But every other moment, I was either eating or working on music. And it's, gr- it's a lot of fun. So I'm not complaining. I am just exhausted. I don't know how good I'm going to be on this episode. <laughs> you <laughs> probably ever get, not a, great. get a mixed up and start talking to the... Uh, kids about sounds song structure and uh that's already start putting like (laughs) fractions into your songs or whatever (laughs) you're talking about um i i've definitely sang songs for them before and someday i'm gonna do this when i have time like in the last day of school i'm gonna like write a goofy little song that has all their names in it and little facts about them i wrote about half of one like that one year and i wasn't able to finish it because i I can't even do that with like half effort i i need it to be a great version of that thing (laughs) you know that's like a, not even really an answer to what you said, but 
I have not been doing fraction songs, no. <laughs> but uh, every single person who learns that I am a person who plays music and also teaches elementary school, it's like, oh, are you going to be like the guy on Parks and Rec? And then you go on YouTube and uh, see that there are literally thousands of people just like me tr- making kids' songs. Oh, so, sure. so many. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, teachers are famously corny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. <laughs> uh, I'm one of, one of the least corny ones, I think. And, I, and I'm very corny. <laughs> wow. That's a shocking revelation to think that there, <laughs> there's just buildings full of teachers out there, cornier even than you. <laughs> um, how are you, Dan? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Also a little tired. Just in the thick of it still. Mm-hmm. In the thick of the uh the Animal Crossing escape and the uh <laughs> the, the the rest of the world and all all that fun stuff, you know? Just trying trying to get these restaurants in. I we, uh, we only gave ourselves about a three or four no, day no, no. head start on these, yeah. Uh, which we had a little more time to do it. But oh uh, yeah, we had a. I can't a believe month. we. It's been I, a month since the last one. Yeah, we had yeah. plenty of time. Truly, truly, I can't believe how much we packed in. I know. in that short amount of time though. It's wild, and I haven't eaten at the restaurant for next week's episode yet. So I'm gonna have to do that twice in the next couple of days. Neither for- have I. Fortunately. I think all these places were pretty good, not to spoil the review, so at least didn't have to like have any duds in there. At least I didn't. No, um, I did have some milk duds, mm-hmm. though. So. Oh, yeah, I'm corny. You're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm the corny one here. All right, so we just jump into it? I mean, <laughs> Lord knows, we can find terrible nonsense to talk about at the end of the show. Oh, absolutely. To fill this out. Yeah, Yeah, let's save the nonsense for the end of the episode whenever we're tired of recording. (laughs) Maybe there will be less of it. What what should we start with? So I went to Taco Express, and uh, spoiling our next review, it's uh, right next to the Hibiscus Jerk Hut, which I noticed on Google Maps. I was like, what's this place? A little Tower Club exclusive Mm -hmm. for one of our good episodes. Yeah. You get to learn what next week's is. Yeah. This is the good episode. Uh That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. A spoiler on the good episode. This is one of the good episodes. This may be the episode that breaks that rule. (laughs) I feel like it's already, (laughs) we're already to that point. I've heard of Thai Express, but Taco Mm -hmm. Express? Yes. Just recently, Thai Express. And now Taco Express. Who would have thought? It was quite express, I must say. I, I called and showed up about eight months. Eight months. Mm-hmm. This is what. This mm-hmm. is how it is tonight, wow. Dan. I showed up about eight minutes later, and it was already ready. They had it all boxed up and ready to go. Nice. This was prime time, lunchtime. There were other people there waiting too. So Taco Express. It's a Mexican and Central American food truck that opened late last November outside the Allure Flea Market on North Glenstone, just south of Kearney. Taco Express is owned and operated by a woman named Ruth Pena. And that's all I got. Really Not much stretching info the there. definition of our uh, or the conceit of our what you eat in episodes with the new yeah, restaurants. I mean, I don't know. I feel okay with about it. It's much newer than we new. would normally review. Yeah. yeah, and our options are severely limited. <laughs> yes, thanks and to Andy, yeah, thanks to what? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut it here, but I, I gotta say, you were talking about Taco Express and how expressly your order was uh, delivered. I tried to call in Thai Express just last night, uh-huh. 
called it in at 7.20, said they couldn't make it because the pickup time would be after their close at 8.30. Yeah, not surprised. I think Insanity. It's, I think it's partially our doing, Dan. Nice. Because I didn't have any problems up until we put out the episode, and now it's like everybody's going there. wonder why. Probably because <laughs> it's heavily discounted and delicious. That's probably the main, the main two reasons. But also us. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really popular episode, actually. It's, it's got like, I want to say, 100 more downloads than all the other episodes during the nice. pandemic. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. Anyway, Taco Express, uh, I went there today. This was my lunch today, and uh, I ate an enormous amount of food. It was very uh, tough on my body um, in a good way. Loved it. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's I, tough love. <laughs> uh, there's no love involved. <laughs> Me loving the food, I guess. All right, I got a pastor burrito. I've been on the record many, many, many times, but my love for a pastor pork, it's marinated, usually marinated pork cooked on a spit and served with pineapple. Uh, I'll get into whether or not this really fit that description. But the first thing I noticed looking at this thing was the size. It was a biggin, Dan. A mm. biggin. Yes. Wrapped in tin foil and chopped in half. The tortilla was great. It was thin but dense, like the ideal tortilla composition, really. Just barely able to contain all the ingredients. Like it was about to fall apart, but never quite fell apart. Much like our lives, like our general mm-hmm. existences mm-hmm. on Earth, just like that. And much like our lives on Earth, it had a great griddle flavor to it. (laughs) Inside the tasty tortilla was a a whole lot of refried style black beans. So it was kind of like that mushy black, but they were black beans, though. I love refried black beans. Yeah, real tasty. It had a lot of guacamole, tons of beans and tons of guacamole. Uh, You could see a lot of other ingredients by looking inside. There was some rice, lettuce, pico, pork. But those two flavors, the beans and the guac, overpowered everything else. Uh, most of the flavor and texture came from those sources, and it was a big, mushy mess. But I say that with admiration. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot of pastor flavor, which is odd because pastor is usually a strong, distinct flavor, a little spicy, a little pineapple sweetness. Uh, I don't think this was really pastor pork, meaning there was no pineapple, and I don't think they roasted it on a spit, which is totally fine. I can evaluate this as, as a regular non-pastor burrito rather than as a pastor burrito since almost every place takes that same shortcut. They can't all be tacos El Gordo. That's that's what I grew up saying, you know. Oh, oh boy. Um, overall, I'd say this was an above average, messy, mushy burrito. Uh, I'd love to go back and try different meats from this place. I uh, saw that they do wet burritos also, or they'll they'll cover Ooh. them with cheese sauce. I'd love to go try that. Or I think when I go back, because I will, especially after hear about this next item, uh, I'm gonna get tacos. I feel like tacos are they're gonna be a better way to judge the you know fillings and the meats available at this place. Dan, the other item that I got was steak fries. Steak I fries. S- I saw the picture of these in the uh, in the yeah. drive, and I got to say I'm a little jealous, Andy. Now, the phrase steak fries usually denotes a type of fry. It's a type of fry cut, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Uh, this is a pile of medium, medium-thick cut fries, uh, pretty heavily seasoned. They have that kind of reddish hue to them, you know? Over those fries is a pretty thick layer of melty, shredded yellow and white cheeses. Wow. And the next layer after that is two full ladles worth of chopped up, well-done steak. Then over that, separately, beside each other, you have generous dollops of sour cream and guacamole, as well as a little pile of pico de gallo. Now, 
I'm a longtime proponent of loaded fries at Mexican restaurants, Dan. It's a bit of an advocacy project for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Carne uh, asada fries and mm-hmm. purple burrito, some of the best. This is uh, similar to those. I think the fries themselves are quite a bit different than the purple burrito fries, but uh, Mexican restaurants, if you have a fryer, put some potatoes in there and cover them up with all that other stuff oh, yeah. on the menu. Just whatever you got, put them on the yeah. fries. Give me the Irish nachos. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's kind of mind-blowing, as many Mexican restaurants as we have, how few even serve fries, let alone good fries. Dan, I'm so thrilled to report that we've got a good one here. Uh, I'm not even a huge fan of cheap steak like you usually get at restaurants. I think I've talked about that recently, but these uh, steak fries from Taco Express were awesome. I'm not going to pretend they're like some kind of chef-made masterpiece, but every discrete component was delicious, and the flavors and textures mixed together really well. The fries were not that crispy. They were soft, but also they didn't really get soggy from the guac and sour cream either. Uh, The steak was pretty good quality, not particularly tender, but there was no gristle to it, which was nice. It was cooked a little bit more than I would typically like. You know, I wanted a little little bit more tender and juicy, but to each their own on that. Uh, These were so good. I'm definitely going to go back there, hopefully with another person so I can get another entree and split those steak fries or maybe one of the other loaded fry options because that's right. They have more variations of the loaded fry, Dan. Whoa. Tell me Uh about them, Andy. I don't have it in front of tell me. Tell me everything that's on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, prove it. Tell options. me three of them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, my experience at Taco Express, a relatively new, in the last six months, restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, we both tried a new place called Panini Grill wow. that opened last week. So this one actually is new. That's wild. Last week. Yeah. Imagining opening a restaurant in the middle of a pandemic. You've probably been preparing for months, and then this happens, and you're just like, you know what? We're just going to do it anyway. Why not? So, yeah, Panini Grill opened last week. The Secretary of State website says that Panini Grill is owned by a man named Richard Butler, which I confirmed on Facebook. Speaking of which, uh, the Panini Grill Facebook page has a pretty substantial about section. It says, Dan, it says, uh, made fresh sandwiches, salads, pasta. Yeah. That's it. That's all it says. I mean, I I agree. <laughs> um, so why don't you get into what you tried at Panini Grill? Oh, boy, Andy. Now, oh, a, few boy. We- a, boy, a few weeks back on uh, the last What You Eat in episode, um, I think we discussed canonically that the, uh, the, the Dan's Dedict that is, of course, a part of our main episodes is uh, not, not law in these bonus episodes, <laughs> the good episodes. It's a, it's one of the things holding us back from making a uh, content as good as this. Uh, <laughs> but I gotta say, Andy, I'm all about breaking the rules. Okay. By adding a rule back in. <laughs> the dedict is a part of the bonus episodes now. And this week I had to exercise <laughs> one part of the dedict that, I don't really remember what it's called. <laughs> it's you not the it. one where I have to eat cashew chicken. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's the one where I really like Cubans and I, I'm going to oh, order them. I forgot <laughs> that that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Until I saw this bad boy on <laughs> Panini Grill's menu. The Cuban Andy. It's, of course, ham, pulled pork, Swiss cheese, sliced pickle, and mustard sauce, mm. as the menu calls it, which I don't think it is just straight yellow mustard. Um, it didn't seem quite as pungent as that. Andy, yeah, gotta say, this is a classic Cuban, very tasty, uh, really piled high with the meats 
thick, meaty, huge. And and Andy, you're gonna have to tell me if you had the same experience. Uh huh. Huge panini trenches. Yes, so deep. Oh my goodness, the deepest panini trenches. Oh, Andy is holding up his uh, uh Death Star Christmas sweater. Uh, Christmas sweater. <laughs> it's any kind of winter season. Oh yeah, well, I mean, the it Death does Star have has Santa trenches. Claus. There's trenches at Death <laughs> it Star. Does, it does have trenches, and now I'm showing Andy my uh, all quiet on the Western Front T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> also many trenches <laughs> have you read that book um, oh, it's so i good. i think i said i did i, I read like <laughs> the first chapter and wrote a report on it that time. book is awesome it's so so good anyway turns out that's a war, great joke Dan. not so great yeah not so good <laughs> war bad <laughs> yes war the famous saying war bad <laughs> did you have to read a separate piece when you were in school it's oh. terrible. It's a it's a terrible book. But there's the the shortest poem about, about war ever written. It's one of the kids in there uh, in the book writes it, and I have the poem memorized. Dan, it's the war is a bore. <laughs> and, uh, panini Grill. <laughs> I think we can all agree it's time to talk about Panini Grill. <laughs> oh boy, Andy! Huge huge Panini trenches as we are uh, like the Death Star. Um, yes, like the Death and Star. World like War all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, yeah. Mustard gas and all that. Ooh, mustard gas! Another thing that <laughs> in common with the uh, <laughs> Cuban here at the Panini Grill. Andy, this mm-hmm. had the level of cheese of like a homemade craft singles grilled cheese, which is to say, a lot of ooey gooey cheese. Mm. And I mean, it says Swiss. Wait, 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 wait. Really hold up, hold up, hold up. Please, There's both ooey and gooey. Yes, yes. Okay, just yeah. getting clarification. Um, not extra chewy though, which is oh. good. You don't want too much chew to an ooey gooey cheese. Man, Andy, really, really tasty panini. So much cheese, so much meat. What I expect from a panini is something a little daintier, just less substantial. But this was definitely a nice filling panini came with a side of a potato salad or chips and a big thick quarter pickle spear real thick wait are you saying you got a big thicky oh yeah i got a big thicky in my panini grill order uh and it it was really i mean it was good i love pickles i love pickle spears And uh, I thought the potato salad was pretty good, too. You got that, didn't you? I did, yeah. I'll get to that. Yeah, it was pretty creamy. I liked it all right. I think it was ranchy. I think it was some ranch mixed in there with that mayo. Maybe a ranch packet? It almost seemed made in a house. You're probably right. It was a ranch packet is probably (laughs) what was mixed in. (laughs) Some Hidden Valley ranch packet. That's that's good makings right there, as they say. Uh, Andy. What'd uh-huh. you get at the Panini Grill? I got the train wreck Panini Patty Melt. Wow. At a half pound burger patty, grilled onions, jalapeno pimento cheese spread, and secret sauce. Uh, there's not really a top and bottom to a panini since they're just grilled pieces of bread. And if a place was really tricky, they'd cut the sandwiches in half and turn one side over just to be, you know. To make it even more confusing. So you can't tell what's the top and what's the bottom. You're totally disorienting, Dan. Wait. <laughs> if the place was really <laughs> tricky, 
That's right. They would pull this sort of trick on you. <laughs> Where you <laughs> couldn't tell what the top and bottom of the That's panini right. was. Okay. <laughs> turn, turn, turn it over. We should really delve deeper into uh, what I would make these restaurants trickier. I backspaced that twice and rewrote it. It's like, should I do this stupid thing? And the answer is obviously no, I shouldn't. And I just did it anyway. Oh, man. I wish I wish you would have saved that one for a main app. <laughs> hey, we can clip it out and put it in. <laughs> That no, is what people preview. pay for. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> people be like, you know what? The hungry people is people who can just go without food. I'm not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, if only there was some way to donate to the Ozarks Food Harvest directly. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't get anything except for satis- like ethical and moral satisfaction. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We, we sort of offset that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so for this sandwich, though, it was a little different than a normal panini, Dan. And you can tell me if yours is like this, too. They'd only pressed one side of the panini. So it had those thick, brown, crispy ridges or trenches, as you said. But the other side was grilled flat on a griddle like a grilled cheese. So it was like mm-hmm. a burger. They kind of imitated a burger bun. Uh, so the top and bottom slices of bread had totally different textures. You could tell they started with slick, thick slices of bread because they were dense, even though they had been pressed thin by the panini press, the top one. Okay, so this was uh, awesome. Um, it had a huge, thick, uh, half-pound beef patty, like I mentioned, which had been cooked Ooh. about medium, and it was t- so tender and so juicy, and just really high-quality beef. I love a big patty on a burger, Dan, especially one, especially a burger with a lot of toppings because I want to taste that meat. And a lot of times, the meat flavor gets lost if the patty's too small or thin. This one was neither too small nor too thin, and it was topped with very thinly sliced grilled onions. So tiny, they were like little strings. Ooh. So stringy. Uh, but they were like that... They still had that distinctly sweet grilled onion flavor. What really made this sandwich, though, was the combination of the secret sauce, which was, as most secret burger sauces are, oh, it was Mac sauce. It was pretty much McDonald's Mac sure. sauce, so some variation of uh, Thousand Island dressing. But Ketchup, that, mustard, mayonnaise. Yeah, something like that. So that mixed with jalapeno pimento cheese spread, those two flavors together. I think they must make this spread in-house because the jalapeno slices and the pimento cheese had not been very thoroughly blended or anything. Uh, they'd been mixed, but I still got some jalapeno slices like falling off the burger. They were like cheesy though. Nice. Anyway, uh, it had a bit of a kick to it. Nothing crazy, but those strong flavors of pimento and jalapeno complemented each other so well. And there was a lot of cheese, by the way. So much cheese, and it was both ooey and gooey and melty. So you had the spiciness, the little sweetness from the onions, juicy beef, a distinct pimento flavor, the mac sauce, and oh, that crispy, rich buttery bread this was so good i'd like not really been looking forward to going to this place to be honest because the name is boring and honestly yeah. kind of weird because a panini grill is it's is it's is something you just winked off camera <laughs> <laughs> in that moment i knew why she why she continues to date you? <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you should tell me you're just winging at Mister Business. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was such a tasty burger, so good. Uh, also got the potato salad, real ranchy. Potatoes were soft. Whole thing turned to mush real quick. Uh, pretty good. Not, not something I'm going to be stoked to go back and get again and again, but it was it was decent. 
I needed a little more salt on it. Once I finished it, had a little bit of a weird sour aftertaste that I didn't care for. Do you oh, experience really? that? Just a little sourness. No. no, I just thought, I, you know, it was kind of a dill forward, yeah, kind of ranchy mm-hmm. uh, potato salad. Yeah. Also tried some broccoli cheese soup, which was fine. It was just like eating some slightly watered down melted white cheese. The primary flavor was salt, so salty. It was like salty melted queso with some broccoli sprigs in it. I mean, I wouldn't have known that it was a broccoli soup had it not been on the menu. Like the broccoli was, there was so little broccoli, and the parts that were in there were so fine. I wish there had been more broccoli. Uh, this would have hit the spot a little harder during the winter months, probably, or if I'd had some crackers or something crunchy to dip into it. Sure. Uh, the burger wasn't an ideal pairing with this soup either. So yeah, partially operator error. I just I think ideally you want a you want a panini that you can dip into that. Yeah, I just wanted to try something else on the menu. Anyway, that that was my experience at Panini Grill. Definitely nice. worth checking out. I mean, that burger was delicious. Yeah, so I, good. I totally echo your sentiments about not being super excited about this place among the other places that we at least had planned originally. Uh, but man, what what a showing! Just really great. I hope we have a chance to do it as a main episode yeah. someday, <laughs> someday like that, here after a while, twenty twenty three. Because man, good good paninis there. Mm-hmm. Why don't you get into uh, the restaurant you tried by yourself today, Dan? Los Michoacanos Garcias. Michoacan is the region of Mexico. Yeah, the southwestern uh, state in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, just west of uh, Mexico City there. I did some research, too, Andy. Cool. I looked at a, a full map. Uh, they got a west coast there on the uh, Pacific Ocean. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. I had mm-hmm. never really put that together, that Mexico also has a west coast on the Pacific Ocean. Well, just like the United States does. Specifically, Michoacan. Specifically the Pacific? Yes. Yes. Specifically, specifically. Don't twist my words, Andy. Okay. I was just about to launch into like a bio. Go uh, for it. You do. Um, I didn't know. I I have no clue. I have no. I have no. I have no information about the place at all. I know it opened in December of last year. The owner's name is Carmen Alanis. Uh, yeah, it's named after, obviously, the state of Michoacan in southwestern Mexico. So obviously. Los Michoacanos Garcias means the Garcias of the state of Michoacan. It was like like if your family would be referred to as the Howells of Missouri, Dan. Nice. That's basically the name of this place. So tell us what you ordered. Andy, I got the carnitas torta because to uh, clue our listeners in here, I was also trying to go to Taco Express, but because of some uh, reduced COVID-19 related hours, uh, they closed three hours earlier during during the crisis time. So, I uh, swear that name sounds like an Ed Wood movie. COVID-19? I know that, yeah, I know that making jokes about it in any way is hack, but I, it's not, I'm not even really joking. It sounds like the title of an Ed Wood movie to me. Sure. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Ed Wood, uh, bad content. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like we're doing. Yeah, we're just like him, and as important. <laughs> um, Andy, I got the carnitas torta because that was what I really wanted to order from oh. Taco Express. So I was okay. very thankful that they had it here. Went into the lobby to pick it up there, and they have a beautiful dining area. I got some photos of it. They have, like, a lovely, like, natural rock fountain in there. Whoa. It, yeah, it looks really nice, and it's uh, just such a huge bummer 
these mm. restaurants opening recently. I, I mean, they got to have their dining room open for like four months and then it's just the the world's all crazy all of a sudden mm-hmm. but it, it was very nice in there i would love to go in there sometime after it's all over andy huge toasted buttery roll with some meal meaty melty fatty some carnitas. well it was melty like the fat was melting a little bit uh-huh but it was also meaty lettuce tomato <laughs> onions of course avocado you're pretty standard torta but andy this torta i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little screen share here with you oh just boy. to just to give you i suspect i already know what's gonna an happen idea here. of the the size of this thing <laughs> okay I, it's interesting when you're doing this because I can see the light changing on your face, like the light reflecting <laughs> onto your face. Look at that Whoa, guy. That's so big. That's so wild, those are right? Like the round pieces of bread. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got some big hands. Man, yeah. That fills them up. It's huge. This is like uh, a. You know how, like, whenever little babies put their little tiny hands in a uh, big person's hands? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Your hands look like little baby hands. Yes. <laughs> yeah, compared to those big old torta. I got it. It's if you know the uh those half size to go boxes that are just like exactly half the size of the uh the your main ones. Yeah, halfies. <laughs> halfies, yeah, as we call them in the industry. The exact same size, Andy. Exact same. Just just absolutely wild. I'm gonna, Get out of the share here. Don't need you seeing anything else on my screen. Oh, actually, I, I did have I did have one more here. Oh, great! Like. Yeah, let's let's yeah. do that. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Great. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I assumed was going to be happening the uh, first time. It's a gesture. Yeah, I bet that's what uh, you thought. Straight into the camera. We haven't done that in a long time. It's probably been over a year since you, yeah. you've indulged in that bit. You can, oh, get that off. you can take that off my screen now. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Keep that up. <laughs> All right. Tell me Tell me more. Uh, Andy, it was lovely. The, the roll, as I said, was huge and buttery. And uh, that carnitas, Andy. I, I, I've just been really into the carnitas lately at all sorts of places but i love whenever it's not so dry and you still get those bits of fat in there that just ooh, boy real real tasty torta uh whenever i went in to pick it up he told me it was a good choice which i always love to hear and uh i agree it was a good choice i would definitely (laughs) go back uh would love to go here whenever this is all over with and uh maybe have a nice beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd be so great to sit in a restaurant and drink a beer yes and uh, yes. Eat, eat some food in the those are the of things i pine for these days mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to, I, to sit and drink I, I still haven't had a beer since the last time i said i hadn't had a beer so it's been probably been like six weeks or something at this point I mean, I say that as I sip a glass of Aldi wine. <laughs> any, any good? <laughs> Fine. No, it's not good. It's okay. Whatever. Sure. It's not good. Should we move into our uh, headliner for the evening, Dan? Oh, boy, Andy. I, I guess we ought to. So the other day, I, or other evening, I went with my parents to Pineapple Whip there on Campbell and Primrose, 
and noticed a food truck right next to the pineapple whip that I had never seen before. There was a food truck, another food truck, and a van, all labeled very colorfully with like purples and greens, Chameleon Cuisine. Chameleon Whoa. Cuisine. So, of course, I got very excited. While we were eating our uh, pineapple whip, we went up and just were checking out the menu, and the owner came and uh, started talking to us. Turns out that uh, Chameleon Cuisine opened in October 2017. The owner's a dude named Yanni, but it did not open in Springfield. It opened in San Diego, California, Dan. Yeah, yeah. You'd be uh, easily confused by the first post on their Facebook. Mm-hmm. It, it's like their the 2017 opening announcement. Totally. Uh, Yanni told me that he had worked in kitchens at chain restaurants before venturing out, out on his own back in 2017. And then uh, recently, his wife decided to go to college at MSU here in Springfield. And so they just moved the whole food truck operation uh, from California to Missouri, specifically to the southeast corner of Primrose and Campbell. Um, I'm going to read the copy from their website, if you don't mind. Uh, Chameleon Cuisine was created to be an appetizing, fun, and friendly catering experience. We, pro- we provide a unique and delectable. I love that word, delectable. Uh, culinary, that's that's part of the copy. It's on the site. <laughs> uh, delectable culinary adventure for the foodie at heart. We have our menu signatures for our daily events and provide private catering. If you want Mexican cuisine, we got you! It's in all mm-hmm. caps. If you want Italian cuisine, we got you! Yes. Craving something healthy and vegetarian, we got you too! <laughs> I actually, I knocked my mic stand over. (laughs) Our experienced chefs and creative team are dedicated to providing our services and are champions of great food. We offer taste with all colors and are excited to welcome you to Chameleon Cuisine. This is a cool menu, Dan. They got a lot of stuff on there, unlike anything else you can find in town. Cool menu, just cool aesthetic in general to this place. Absolutely. So uh, why don't you start us off? What did you order at uh, Chameleon Cuisine? Oh, Andy, what did I order? I ordered the iguana. The iguana, Andy. Mm -hmm. Jackfruit and black beans sautéed with onions and garlic smothered in barbecue sauce topped with homemade slaw and placed on a toasted bun. Mm. A sort of vegetarian pulled pork, if you will. Yeah. Have you had that before? Jackfruit prepared like pulled pork? Um, I don't know if I've had jackfruit specifically. Uh, I have tried a lot of the meatless options now, but uh, had, never, I don't think ever a meatless pork like comparison beyond, okay. well, I've tried Jake's bacon and uh, some sausage, so that's completely false. I have, I have cooked jackfruit a few times, and it is a pretty great substitute. It tastes quite similar texturally to pulled pork. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, sandwich definitely replicated the texture of a pulled pork beyond the occasional uh, full black bean that you would get in there, which Mm -hmm. I thought was lovely. Uh, It does say smothered in barbecue sauce, which while I do think it was pretty saucy, I I don't know that it was the barbecue sauce that I expected. It just wasn't Mm. a, a super sweet sauce. It was definitely more i guess carolina style is carolina is that where they do the uh coleslaw on top of it yes so it, it you know it was served with the coleslaw on there but uh generally the whole sandwich had the flavor of sort of a nice vinegary slaw 
which uh, definitely isn't a detractor, but it certainly wasn't kind of the uh, sweet, smoky barbecue sauce flavor that that I had expected. But a really lovely sandwich, and the bun was a great, I think, brioche bun. Mm. Just a lovely, dense, nice, another buttery, another buttery roll, Andy. <laughs> I'm on a buttery roll this week. A buttery roll roll. Yes, yes, a buttery <laughs> roll roll. And... uh I also got a uh, side of the fries, a basket of fries, as mm-hmm. they're called there. Uh, the sandwich, it didn't say on the menu, but ended up being served with some nice tortilla chips. Oh, but okay. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> it, it was strange. I don't know if maybe it was only served with those because I also ordered the fries. Yeah. I just don't know. Uh, they asked me. why well, Both times, I actually went twice, Dan. Both times they asked me if what I if I wanted chips or fries with my sandwich, and I oh really opted to get fries. What'd you think of the fries, Andy? Um, I had it delivered to me, so mm-hmm. you know fries are always touch and go as far as delivery. I, I would probably had the same problem had I gone to pick them up, but uh, they were very soggy, uh, almost zero crisp in my basket of fries, which. I definitely prefer a crispy fry, but I wouldn't say that these fries were like not good mm-hmm. or uh, I wouldn't say they were bad. No, I don't. I don't know why it took me so much searching for the <laughs> for not I wouldn't good say or they bad. Were not good. <laughs> I wouldn't the say word they were for bad. Not good. <laughs> That's why I love that band, Bad Bad Not Good. <laughs> well, I I tried them in my car in the parking lot and they weren't crispy then either so it wasn't just a takeout situation and it just Uh, seems like that's kind of the style they're all like kind of kind of like a soggy mcdonald's french fry definitely mcdonald's cut yes it's i had that in my notes i'll just read you what i wrote it said very salty medium thick and long Uh, they didn't have much crunch but the outer layer did have a little toughness to the texture very salty reminded me of like a bigger version of mcdonald's fries and i liked them a lot thought they were good now, Andy, did, did they offer you any topping on no, the No, they did not. So no that's toppings. where you get into the basket of fries, because I was offered three different variants, Andy. Uh, Parmesan, wow. oh. rosemary, oh. or garlic. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I went with the uh, garlic ones, which was just some nice minced garlic, and uh, it was lovely. It was such a great addition to the fries. Would love to try the rosemary ones. What a wild... Uh, just side item or rosemary fries. Uh, it uh, it would make uh Paul Simon jealous because because <laughs> the album with rosemary. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Art right, Garfunkel so, as well. <laughs> I tried a few things. Um, I'm going to talk about two sandwiches, and then I'm going to get into the thing that I think is the most special here. Uh. My, I'm going to start with my second trip, actually. The reason I wound up going twice, I didn't intend to go twice. I'd made a plan with somebody to go to Hibiscus Jerk Hut. We were just hanging out and lost track of time. And it turned out Hibiscus Jerk Hut had closed. But yeah. Chameleon Cuisine happened to be open until like 8.30 or 9 or something. And so we went to Chameleon Cuisine instead. And that time I got a sandwich called the Bearded Dragon. The Bearded Dragon is a grilled cheese with stuffed jalapenos Bacon, mozzarella, and cheddar, and served with fries. When it says stuffed jalapenos, these are like fried jalapeno poppers with cream cheese inside the sandwich. Crazy. So this was good. I liked it. 
it didn't like blow my mind or anything, but th- it was tasty. I the there were four jalapeno poppers in there, and they took up maybe sixty percent of the space in the sandwich. So those sure. bites were the best. The rest was just like a grilled cheese, and it was it was really tasty. But you know what? I don't know of any other place in town that is serving something like that. So oh yeah, I love that. And uh, four jalapeno poppers. That's just already like that's like a five dollar order right there. <laughs> so uh, that that's. This- that's a substantial amount of jalapeno. Yeah, products. this this place isn't cheap. We should mention that, and it's hard to find the prices, <laughs> too. But, it's uh, hard to find a lot of stuff at at some of these newer places, uh, mm-hmm. as as we're finding. But you know that's okay. Okay, so the other thing I got was the Komodo Dragon. This is a burger, homemade burger mixed with chili paste. So the, the burger itself is mixed with chili paste, Dan. And it's topped with bacon, caramelized onions, and smothered in blue cheese and pepper jack cheese. You could hardly come up with a combination of items that appeal to me more as far as a burger goes. Right down to the chili paste, because as you know, I'm a big chili paste fan. Dan got a mm-hmm. big old two-gallon jug in the old fridge. Mm-hmm. It's almost almost gone. I have to go get another. Anyway, so first thing you notice is got that butter-brushed brioche bun. Has uh, your dentist reflective. convinced you yet that chili paste is not a good toothpaste alternative, <laughs> like I've been trying to tell you? <laughs> well, until he does tell me, I'm going to keep using it, because you're not an expert, Dan. You don't know that yeah, much about true. teeth. I'm not a dentist, and I, and I always say that, but uh, I, I would advise against it. I wonder if they do make, surely as a gag gift somewhere, you can get spicy toothpaste. Oh, it's yeah. Toothpaste I mean, with cayenne. I buy all my toiletries at Spencer's, so um, I've had plenty of that. <laughs> what else you buy there? What other toiletries you buy at Spencer's? Fake dog poop uh, soap. <laughs> Body wash that's like uh, all fake dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> and fake dog poop shampoo. <laughs> fake dog Somehow shampoo. Somehow that's the funniest one. <laughs> fake dog poop shampoo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the idea that the label just says fake dog poop shampoo <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I tried the Komodo Dragon Burger. <laughs> it's a beef patty cooked a little more well done than I generally pref- generally prefer, but still so tasty, like high quality meat, fantastic thick cut bacon with crunchy edges and soft middles. <laughs> And gooey mm-hmm. white cheese with a little zest to it. They mix that chili paste in with the beef. And as a result, the middle bites of this burger were just packed with flavor. It was so awesome. High quality bread, the cheese, the crunchy bacon, the mild hot chili flavor. This is a special burger. I haven't had anything else like this in town. Um, man, just the mix and the balance. You can tell this dude knows what he's doing when it comes to actually like picking ingredients to work well together. Oh, this was awesome. I cannot wait to go get this again, Dan. Cannot wait to have the Komodo Dragon again. That one sounded awesome and was probably my next pick beyond the iguana. Uh, And pretty limited menu here, too. Like, maybe only nine or ten items. So we covered a substantial portion Mm -hmm. of their menu. Oh, I'm not done. I got one more. Buddy. The Dragon Scales. I got both trips. Okay. Both trips. The person I was eating with actually got these chicken tacos that were pretty tasty, too. I only had one little bite, though. Uh, The Dragon Scales, Dan, they come in a styrofoam bowl. It's rich kernel cream corn on the bottom. 
then a generous layer of cotilla on top of that, then over the top of the cotilla, covering everything else was a layer of some kind of red spice, a clumpy consistency similar to brown sugar, but another taste entirely, a strong, savory, kind of mildly spicy flavor. I'm acting like I don't know what it is, Dan. This is street corn topped with crushed up flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> the combination, wild, it's, it's so awesome, dude. It's so good. Like it's creamy, cheesy corn and a different kind of cheese on top. And then it's like as fine as you can crumble it. And it's spread out sure. all over the top. It's, it's just like a red powder over the top of the uh, dish. Uh, yeah, combination of those flavors and textures, just, it's awesome. Just couldn't stop eating. It was addictive. It was the kind of thing where, you know, I've been eating half of everything again. And both times I ate there, that styrofoam bowl was fully empty before we left the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, this is some of the best street corn I've ever had. Next time I'm going to have to, <laughs> what did I write? Next time I'm going to have them mail it hot and spicy for, oh, next time I'm going to have them make it hot and spicy for me if they'll do ah. it. So if they have something, uh, if they have some kind of hot spice, I'm going to have them put that on there. This, this is great. I, I'm not sure what the policy should be as far as restaurants that were not founded in Springfield, but this is a definitely should be in consideration for the Pantheon. It's so oh. good. You got to go back and try it again. It's right over there by the Alamo. And now when I go to movies, I'm going to have a conundrum on my hands, Dan. Then I have to pick between going there and Lucky Tiger. Because I got to the point where I would just find a movie to see so I could go to yeah. get a hot chicken sandwich. But now am I going to have to go get my dragon scales first and then my <laughs> hot chicken sandwich? I don't know. I think that, I think hard that just means more movies, Andy. Not yeah. uh, just You just got to balance it out. But... I don't like to choose, Dan. I want it all, all the time. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, yeah you're you you are a uh, you're you're a little princess like that. <laughs> wow. So you been eating anything else? Any anything else you've been eating, Dan? That you oh, like? Boy, Andy, what else have I been eating? Uh, you know, cooking a lot less this week than in in the past few weeks. Uh, Kind of got burned out on it. We were doing it so much. Haven't gotten enough groceries recently. You been cooking anything, Andy? I mean, hot chicken just about every day. Like I make my sambal chicken in the crock pot. Usually cook about seven chicken breasts and, you know, eat those in four or five days. Eating a lot of that, but that's not really cooking. It's just crock sure. pot stuff. The answer is no. I'm mostly just playing music. <laughs> and eating stuff eating for the show. With uh, your eyes or ears, Andy. <laughs> I certainly beyond, have, Beyond Dan. your own creations. Um, not as much as normal because most of my time and attention has been focused on making music. But uh, last night I watched this movie, The Witches of Eastwick. Oh, yeah. I, I've, you've seen it? Um, I've heard of it. I have okay. never seen it, but I really want to. I've been watching the George Miller movies, uh, watching along with the podcast Blank Track, which I've talked about before. It's one of my favorite shows. They watch a movie every week. This is the follow-up motion picture to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and it really oh, couldn't, yeah. it couldn't be more <laughs> different. That, that's an eclectic director. Oh, it's crazy. He made Happy Feet and Happy Feet 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Babe Pig in the City. Yeah. yeah. All before Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Witches of Eastway came out in 1987. This cast is out of control. Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon, Cher... And Jack Nicholson. 
Jackie boy. Happy Jack birthday, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Oh, today? Yeah, I think he's oh, 83 cool. today. Man, in this movie, Dan, Jack Nicholson plays the devil. Whoa. And it rules. Yeah, great casting. It's so awesome. He's so good. It's such a good movie. Um, I had no idea what to expect, and it wasn't anything like I expected. I sort of expected it to be a little bit more friv- frivolous or something. And it has a real lightness to it, but it's a lightness that sort of contrasts with some like weird, gross stuff that happens later in the movie. And I got to say, Dan, I, I don't say this lightly, but it's a pretty sexy motion picture. <laughs> like, yeah, they it made really sexy is. back then. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I loved this movie. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I highly recommend it. I hadn't even heard of it. Like, I, I like George Miller, and I hadn't even heard of this movie until watching it you for that other podcast. You had never heard of it. Wow. Nope. That's wild. It's based on a John Updike book, of all things. Really? Yeah. I have an English degree. I know all the old white guy writers. I didn't oh. know about this one, though. <laughs> you have an English degree. Hmm. Was that a surprise? <laughs> I mean, what, what, what kind of belt do you get for that? Like, um, I'm fifth degree black belt, of course. Hmm. Uh, solid, solid gold. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm a man of letters, Dan. Oh, yeah. So clearly. Many, all 26. Use them often. <laughs> Andy, I've been watching a lot, too. Uh-huh. You watch High Maintenance on HBO? I have seen it, but I haven't, I'm not even close to being caught up with it. Big Really fan? good. Yeah, we were in the middle of the last episode they released, uh, right before I came on the record here, mm. and uh, really love that show. It's fantastic. Been watching a lot more movies lately. Watched Catfish last night. Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah, never seen that. Uh pretty good it spawned i mean it created a uh a phrase that we all use now like that that's where that came from it's wild yeah Isn't it? and it's just from some uh like 50 year old dude telling yeah. a story like so no you, idea uh, did you get inspired start doing some catfishing <laughs> yes yeah absolutely i did uh <laughs> you know i say it was just all right but uh i liked it a lot i didn't expect to and uh now especially with it being like 10 years old now nev is such a compelling screen presence i think that that takes that movie a long way oh my nev is very likable i do feel like they maybe played it up a little bit for the for the the conceit of the movie because uh (laughs) if you watch the movie at the very beginning they're just like okay so we're making a we're making a movie about my friend nev's relationship yeah and uh then it unfolds into a catfishing scenario oh, so uh, there's no way it was real it's they were making the uh, fake. stupidest movie of all time <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened no. to uh, be really compelling they they knew exactly i i have i'm 100 oh, yeah. certain it was fake i mean like those, those dudes went on to like make horror movies after that like they mm-hmm. know how to manipulate an audience well uh, apparently they didn't know how to uh, properly license music because oh. uh no one can profit off of catfish what <laughs> yeah my girlfriend was reading online last night my beautiful girlfriend she's uh just she was illuminating me with her beauty and radiance <laughs> and then from her mouth came the He's information screen, that folks. catfish can't make any money because okay Catfish apparently didn't license a couple of its songs properly, and uh, all the money just goes to them now. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's fascinating. But, you know, I, th- I think they've all done all. They've done all right. Yeah, I was gonna say they started a very uh, <laughs> popular series. It's run for seasons and seasons on end. 
I would assume they've made money in that way. God, we should do something like that. We make make something popular <laughs> then like make something money. that makes money. <laughs> uh so I have been, uh, you know, we've talked about No Dogs in Space several times, that punk rock podcast that you turned me on sure. to several weeks ago at this point, and their current series is on the Ramones. I believe a new episode comes out tomorrow, I just realized I got very mm-hmm. excited. I've been listening to the Ramones in the morning, Dan, just like 10 Ramones songs. Just, yeah. I mean, it, it, it takes 20 minutes to listen to 10 Ramones songs. I, I just put I, them in the headphones. It gets me pumped for the day. I have not listened to the second episode of the Ramones series yet, mm. but it, it's definitely the best series so far. Uh, man, <laughs> you su- said that such great stories about all about of everyone. <laughs> yeah, about every single one. But this one definitely is, and it's uh, it's the Ramones. Like there's just so such good, compelling stories there, and the music is like so great, and the amount of song that they can play within the context of the podcast is uh-huh. usually almost a full Ramon song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they're getting away with that. Cause I mean, spoiler, you're not supposed to play music. You haven't licensed on a podcast. Uh, I do it all the time. And uh, so do they. <laughs> on that, I think that if real you're show. discussing the music, you get more leeway. Oh, uh, maybe. Don't you? Yeah. yeah if there's know. some kind of discussion about it. I don't know, Andy, who knows? I've been trying to figure out what I want to do after I finish working on this album. Cause at the rate I'm going, it's going to be, I'm going to hit my deadline pretty easily and then have a lot of quarantine time left to kill. (laughs) And uh, I was thinking about doing a podcast about Springfield punk bands. I think that'd be really cool. Not necessarily even anything like No Dogs in Space, but just like... I'm laughing because I was playing with my phone, holding it up with the microphone stand while I was talking and not even realizing that I was doing it. I thought there was about to be some sort of huge reveal or something on your phone. No, no, I was just talking and just thinking out loud. Like I, I, I'm not just making this up on the spot, but thinking about how I would do that, what form it would take, just like a mini series, like do six episodes, you know, at a time or something. And I don't know. I think that'd be cool. There's probably a lot of bands. It's just like anything here. There are here. a lot of bands. Yeah, absolutely. Like Shay actually just posted a new song by this band, Slugs, that I've, I've seen a they're couple times over the years. They're about to release an album. Slugs rule. Yeah. I, they're it's they're like one I, of my favorite local bands. The song was so, so good. It was like really crazy. And it was like they would lose control and then pull everything back together. And then everything would spaz out of control again. It was a really cool song. But yeah, we're just yeah, like slugs, to, slugs are great. Uh, part of this is I'm working on all this music and I want so badly to talk about it. But I also really want people to want to hear me talk about it <laughs> but like i know that anyone who's creating something feels that same way like you have a desire to talk about the thing well maybe not everyone but a lot of people have the desire to talk about the thing that they're creating and there's like no outlet for that that i know of here and i think that would be a fun project so i might try to make that happen yeah that'd I, be great i've almost sent some messages to people inquiring as to you know what bands should i talk to since i am now 33 and not at all uh, in the know as far as, you know, cool teenage punk bands and stuff. And you here. didn't come to me, your coolest friend. What am I doing right now? Did you bypass me? Did you go straight to Blake? I haven't texted him! Oh, He's definitely the person I was going to talk to, though. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I got Bla- a couple Blake's options. Cool. Yeah, but I've been thinking about that a lot because um, I'm going to have to fill the time somehow once the album's done. And I don't think I've got it in me to make another album because I don't have I'm not going to be songs left. <laughs> only that took eight great, years Andy. to write enough for this one. <laughs> I would definitely listen to it. The punk podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you find a good host for that. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I know the title. The title is going to be the same thing that I use for all my music stuff. What? This is a la- the last song in the first Sister City album is called Wasted Midwestern, Dan. Oh, sure. And that's sure. what the podcast would be sure. called, I think, if I decide to do it. But anyway, you been eating or eating anything else with your eyes and ears? <laughs> I just rambled about an idea I had for like 20 minutes. I don't know, Andy. I would listen to that Fiona Apple record. I, I, mm-hmm. I truly have. I've watched so many movies just since Parasite came out on Hulu. I watched Parasite for the first yeah. time. Oh, Fantastic. Watched Her Smell. Really loved that. Oh, uh, my favorite wa- movie last year, dude. I watched A Serious Man. Just all bangers. Mm. Back to back to back to back. And then I, Tanya, also very good. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it maybe leaned a little heavy on just uh, using the biggest pop songs of the last mm. century to uh, to really drive the scenes home. But uh, I love that stuff. Like The Fighter is one of my favorite movies ever. Just mm, yeah. very, this is maybe a little less comforting than The Fighter, uh, despite all the crack use in The Fighter. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, wait, 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 wait. Watching crack use you find comforting no i said it's comforting despite all the crack oh, use. although gotcha i mean it's definitely more comforting than like oh seeing. man i'm stressed out today <laughs> i need to watch some people smoke crack <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's how you that's how you cool off and then uh i watched uh whitmer thomas's uh uh hbo special Oh, cool. uh, the other night which i think you would really like that's a Comedy. that's a recommendation straight from me to you a lot okay. of songs in there. Oh, uh, he's a not like very songs. well. He's a compelling vocalist, and I think you would like these songs a lot, okay. Andy. <laughs> no, don't care for music. I think you would. <laughs> How do we end this thing? Uh, when we're done, I'm gonna watch the finale of Better Call Saul, which I'm pretty wow. excited about. Uh, not the series finale, but the season finale. I love Better Call Saul. I think, and I'm not. This isn't just like a hot take or being contrarian. I think it's a better show than Breaking Bad. I think it's like on that level. It's right, I also think right in the I, title. I also don't think I put Breaking Bad on like the the pantheon of TV like a lot of people do, but I think Better Call Saul is closer to that. So I'm pretty stoked to watch it. I'm gonna eat that with my eyes and ears. Nice. <laughs> as nice. soon as as soon as we're done here. <laughs> is there anything we need to leave people with? Hibiscus jerk hut uh, next week. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for subscribing. I really I know we said this previously, but. When we're doing these in person, they will be better. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're, yeah, I'm so tired. This is a weird situation. But uh, thank you for listening anyway. I really do appreciate it. I don't know if Dan does. He probably doesn't. I, I very much appreciate <laughs> it. And I, I think I think they're good. I think, they're, they're, I think this is a good content we're putting out here. Uh, and uh, I think people just want to listen to their podcast friends and experience that uh, parasocial relationship. Yeah. Uh, not to oh. say that I, I'm planning on laxing at all on the podcast, uh, but I, I think we've been doing good. I, I've had the... Uh, oh, Dan just fell over because he patted himself <laughs> on the back so hard <laughs> that he lost his center of gravity. Andy, I, I've had the feeling after every... Uh, like the last 10 records. I know. Uh, we get finished recording and I'm just like, man, that would suck. And then I, <laughs> I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, oh, man, that one was really Pretty good. good. So, uh, the so last yeah, one especially, I, the big whiskey ones, I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this is not going to cut together. And I didn't have to cut very much at all. It was just fine. Yeah. 
anyway yeah i think we just we just come here and have fun and uh the listeners have fun with us and uh you know hopefully they enjoy listening to us talk about what we've been eating with our eyes and ears <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks again everyone we will uh, see you in just or, no we won't you will you will hear us again in just a few days uh please have good weekends and uh keep being safe and doing all the stuff you know we're all supposed to be doing absolutely thank you see ya bye